Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Patriot Christians Podcast where we are fighting the attack on the soul of America. I am your host, Davey Sloan. So, the media called the election for Joe Biden. What do we do now? I'm sure most of us are pretty tired of hearing going back and forth of the election news and the updates and all that. We just want to know who's going to be inaugurated in January. But we still have to remember that the media does not call the election. This thing is not lost yet. We have to remember that nothing is official until December whenever the official electoral colleges are college votes are cast, an official winner is announced, and there's an official president elect whether it's Joe Biden or President Donald Trump. We have to remember the media does not call this election. So what do we do now? Well, I was watching on last Tuesday, November 3rd, Election Day, I was watching the election via Fox News, as many people that I know did, because it is normally the more conservative uh, news channel. It's a channel that most of us can trust. Sean Hannity on it, Tucker Carlson, many others that you can normally trust, but it was absolutely awful what happened as far as calling Virginia early, calling Arizona early, not calling North Carolina, Alaska, and such. It was just awful. We were sitting there. There's so many, so many things that happened that was just so confusing and infuriating, to be quite honest with you, because it was just, it was, it was awful, okay? And so we have to remember that the media, through their, all of their awful coverage, the media does not call the election. We have to remember that. If the election is overturned, it, it honestly is scary to think what's going to happen. Um, you know, all of the cities that boarded up all their buildings, especially New York and L.A., they boarded up all their buildings. And then right when Joe Biden was announced by the media that he was going to be president, they took down all the board. And it kind of sh- shows that even the businesses that are more left-wing businesses, I guess, if in New York, they were scared of what would happen if Donald Trump won. And that's because the left-wing Democrats, left-wing people, they would have absolutely destroyed cities. And, and as conservatives, I'm actually very proud on how conservatives are taking this. Overall, um, I'm, I'm proud of it. Obviously, they're the people that are not standing up for they're just conceding the election and telling Donald Trump to concede, you know, George Bush, all these other people. But overall, I'm proud of the way they're handling it because there's 70 million Americans that voted for Donald Trump. Obviously, most of them are mad about what's happening with the voter fraud. And I think we're doing a good job as far as the way we're handling it. If Donald Trump had been announced president, it would have been an absolute you know, absolute terror going on in the streets, going on in big cities with, you know, rioting and all these things. But I think we're handling it fairly well. Um, There's not been one city burnt down. And it really shows you the kind of character that uh, our, our party has compared to the other character. But in the occasion that Donald Trump is, it's reversed and Donald Trump is announced to be president elect. I really am scared to think what's going to happen if the election is overturned. 
I'm just, I, I am scared for, I'm not necessarily scared for my safety. I think I can, you know, kind of stand up for myself, but I am scared for friends, um, for acquaintances that are outspoken conservatives. I, I, I'm scared for their safety because the Democrats have shown that they'll stop at nothing to show that they hate us, not just what we stand for, but us as people. And that really does bother me. And I, I'm scared for what what hopefully hopefully doesn't happen. But because of what hopefully does happen, I'm scared about what's going to come. Because, uh, as I said, the Democrats will stop at nothing to get their way, whether it's cheating, whether it's, you know, violence. And it's one out of four college students, 25% of college students, university students, said that it is okay to use violence in times that somebody does not agree with you with your stances and that scares me because one out of four college students are told that violence is okay and that really does scare me for the soul of america because as a conservative i believe that we should agree to disagree in other words we shouldn't obviously we shouldn't um, compromise our beliefs to fit somebody else's in order to just to get along i believe that we can as americans we have that free speech and we can argue about something but at the end of the day we're all americans we have to realize that we are americans we have to share that common bond and whenever you lose that you lose that freedom of speech factor it is a scary thing because the then anarchy will start to rise now about the election about kind of what has been going on. I asked a very close friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, what they thought about the election um, yesterday afternoon. And they told me something that I've heard a lot among conservatives, among Republicans. Uh, uh, they, they, they asked me the question, how in the world did Hillary Clinton get less votes than Joe Biden? Hillary Clinton had a following at least, and Joe Biden couldn't even fill a parking lot. So how is it possible that Hillary Clinton got less votes than Joe Biden. And I think a couple things could be put to that. I think obviously more more people in America voted, or at least more votes were cast this year, opposed to any other year, I think, in history. And so obviously both candidates will get more votes, but that, that is a good point. I don't understand how somebody who can't fill up a parking lot can get 73 or whatever it is now million votes and it's way more than you know president you know president obama who literally had a following and he kind of had like a thing going um and it doesn't make any sense how can joe biden get more votes more black votes than President Obama. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. So that is a good point. Um, so it doesn't make any sense. But Joe Biden, yes, he was. He was given by the media. He was given the title of president. And the thing that kind of bothers me is people um, telling us to, in the words of Oprah Winfrey, to, quote, suck it up and just accept what happened because, you know, quote, there is no way it's not possible for there to be voter fraud but you spent the last four years illegally 
investigating Donald Trump on suspicions of voter fraud. Not even suspicions. It was it wasn't even real suspicions. It was more of you're kind of looking for something that isn't there. And so they illegally invested investigated Donald Trump for the last four years saying there's voter fraud. Even the week after the election, Hillary Clinton came out and said that there was voter fraud and that's why she lost. And she recently said in the past month or so that Donald Trump still is not a legitimate president because he stole the president from presidency from her. And so whenever you talk about for four years that somebody stole the presidency from you and there was fraud, you can't just automatically come out and say all of a sudden that there is no way there is voter fraud this year because you finally got your way. And so whenever people say to just, you know, suck it up like Oprah Winfrey said, it's kind of like it you delegitimized yourself by the way you acted for the past four years. So at this point, Joe Biden is not even president. But we're going to give Joe Biden the same amount of legitimacy as you gave Donald Trump for the past four years. Now, if obviously, if it is legit and they go through and recount everything and Joe Biden is announced president-elect and it is the way it should have been, a free and fair election, and it's still Joe Biden, then obviously he's my president. I'm going to may, maybe not back him up for everything he does or maybe anything he does. But I'm going to pray for him. I'm going to pray for his wisdom, obviously. But until then, he's not my president. Until they have a free and fair election, whether it's a recount or revote, he is not my president. And he's not yours either. He's not, He literally is not a president to anybody. He is just as, as much president as you or I. So for this, them telling us to suck it up, well, no. You can't tell us to just suck it up because you finally got your way. The next thing that kind of is bothering me right now is, and bothering you know many other people, is the fact that people are attacking us because they know they're wrong. They know we are right. In when you play a sports game, whether it's basketball, baseball, whatever whatever sport you play, if you come out on top, whether if it's a close game or you're the underdog. If you come up on top, most people aren't going to go to the other side and start kind of talking bad about them in front of their faces and just absolutely trying to destroy them as people because you won. Like, you know you legitimately won. It's like going to the fourth quarter of a football game. It's the Super Bowl. It's the last play, the last down, right next to the touchdown zone tie game. And... You know, and then one side just tries to say, oh, called it. It's obviously we won. And then, you know, the other side is saying, no, you didn't win. Obviously, we have another down to play. And they start attacking the other side because they still want to use their last down. It's kind of that as far as they're attacking us. Here's the thing with that. If they weren't worried about, you know, what the what the outcome of the election would be, they would just talk about how we are just sore losers, which is, you know, if if Joe Biden wins and legitimately and we're still saying, oh, Trump is my president, Joe Biden is not my president. Well, then, yeah, we're sore losers. But instead of saying that we're sore losers, they're attacking us. They're attacking our character. They're attacking us personally. 
and they're saying there's no proof of fraud. Well, there is proof of fraud. I personally don't know if it's enough to completely overturn the election results, but I know that there's enough to have at least a recount. Um, people don't know this very much, but in North Carolina, actually, last year in 2019, there was a, a big important House seat, and they didn't only do a recount of the votes, they did a complete revote. And there wasn't even evidence, overwhelming evidence of voter fraud. There was just allegations of voter fraud. And then the court said, we're going to completely re-vote to where everybody has to vote. And so people say it's never been, hap it never happened. There's been, you know, no, no, no instances where it happened before. Well, it's actually not true because it happened just last year in North Carolina where they completely re-voted. And so... I don't know if it's enough to overturn the election as far as the voter fraud goes. I don't know if there was enough votes. I can't say 100% sure. But I think there is enough for at least a recount of all the swing states. There have been, in just Michigan alone, in just one county in Michigan alone, there was 234 pages, 234 pages of sworn affidavits for just one county of Michigan of voter fraud. So somebody came in and swore under penalty of perjury that there was voter fraud and there's 234 pages of it in just one county in Michigan. The instances involved were changed birthdays to where people were coming in that were apparently born in 1900, the year 1900. There was changed birthdays, changed signatures to where anybody was voting, changed candidates to where somebody voted for Donald Trump and it was switched on the paper, either on the paper and most of the time it was on the computer to where their name was switched on the computer. So they would switch over to Joe Biden. People were blocking poll watchers to where constitutionally, legally, there has to be bipartisan poll watchers watching your every move and that's how it should be to have a free and fair election to we where we know there is no voter fraud and the people were just blocking the poll watchers covering up windows to where they could do whatever they wanted in the rooms and obviously they were partaking in voter fraud that's the only reason they would block themselves out all and many other things all evidences of voter fraud in just one county 234 pages of it and no one's talking about that so yeah, I think there is proof of fraud. I don't know if it's enough to overturn the entire outcome of the whole election, but there's definitely enough for at least a recount of the votes, if not a complete revote of the whole election. And the thing that really scares me with all of this is the people that are frauding the election don't feel bad about it. Like whenever you're a little kid, let's say, and you're going and you do something wrong or, and you lie to your parents and you, you, know, you just do something wrong. At least for me, I, I would go to sleep that night and I'd feel bad about it. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. And I know many other people are the same way. But the problem with the people that are frauding the election is they don't feel bad about it. They are just brainwashed so bad that they think they're doing something good for America because they want this certain, they think that this certain candidate is good for America and they're willing to cheat to get him into office. Well, it's okay that you think this candidate is good for America. That's you're, you know, you, can, you have freedom to think that way. You have freedom to vote the way you want. 
But just because you think something's good for America doesn't mean that you can change the vote of literally millions of other people just to change the outcome of the election. And then you don't even feel bad about it. What you're doing, you're not doing something good for the country. What you're doing is you're destroying the country and our whole election process by delegitimizing our election. The problem with this is that whenever this happens, when voter fraud happens, people lose faith in the elections. <clears throat> when people lose faith in the elections, they lose faith in the system. When people lose faith in the system, they start to lose faith in the elected officials because they think that the elected officials are not legit. They should not be in office. They shouldn't be in power. So they don't feel like they should listen to the elected officials. Whenever they lose faith in the elected officials, they lose faith in the whole system as far as all of America. Okay, this is a very dangerous thing that the left is trying to do. The left is trying to, one, take away our elect free and fair elections to do whatever they want. Two, the left is destroying the American dream because of big tech. What is the American dream? You can do whatever you want, say whatever you want, and you shouldn't be scared of being, quote, canceled by your friends, family, classmates, teachers, etc. There are so many people going to school right now, to college right now, saying that they're scared, and I've talked to these people saying that they're scared to come out as a conservative for fear of being canceled, being ignored, even failing a class, and even being kicked out of school because of their political views. In a public school where you're, you're supposed to be free to think whatever you want in America. This is a big problem that the left is starting. This is a socialist problem, a communist problem that the left is trying to pass into America. Whenever you're scared of being canceled, whenever you're being censored on social media, something that I am actually having problems with right now, when you start being censored on social media, when you start being censored in class with what you can say, you don't have the freedom of speech in a public school, which is actually illegal to take away freedom of speech in a public school, public university. Whenever you start having that culture of being canceled, it is a big problem because you're taking away from that American dream that has been with us so long. And big tech is having a... Is, really had starting this as far as canceling people and censoring people and the problem is if we don't fight this right now the left is going to be much worse in a few years than they are right now the left right now is probably the biggest threat to american freedom ever because before we've had enemies and even with a civil war with ourselves we fought with ourselves but obviously we've come out on top but it wasn't necessarily taking away our freedom there was threats to us as a nation but just us as having our freedoms day-to-day -day freedoms the left is the biggest threat to that we have ever had and ronald reagan was right whenever he said that if socialism and communism is going to come into our nation it's going to be in the form of liberalism and i, and I say today you could say that that term is could be called leftism they're the biggest threat to American freedom ever. Ronald Reagan hit the nail right on the head. If you don't worry about what the left is going to do to you right now, if you don't worry about that now, at least worry about how much worse it is going to be in a few years if we don't stand up to this. 
even me, I'm not really a big name, quote, big name in all of this, but I'm putting my voice out there. I have the people listening to me, and I'm going to say it. And that's why I think it's just so important for I'm trying to, you know, grow this podcast as big as I can get it, and not necessarily for personal fame. I'm not looking to make a name for myself, per se, but I really have something to say, I feel like, and maybe... I'm not the obviously I'm not the most experienced person at the most experienced um, podcast that you can listen to, but I do have something to say. I do my research, and I kind of put that Christian perspective, I guess, of everything that I do. And so I think it is important. What I have to say is important. Maybe I, obviously I'm not the most important person, but what I have to say is very important. And so that's why I, I you know I've asked you before. I have, I have a lot of people that listen to this. It's great. But if everybody could just share this podcast with three people, I asked you this in the last one, and thank you to those who did and who shared it with anybody. But if you could just share this with three people, because this is so, so vital to the future of America. And maybe you think, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to kind of put myself out there because, you know, maybe I'm scared of what's going to happen to me. That's fine if you don't want to put your name out there, but at least do something. And that something that you can do is sharing this podcast with three people, please. If we could grow this podcast, get this out there, because it is is really hard to find ability, I guess, of podcasts. It's very hard to get, you know, a podcast out there and and it really is more by word of mouth and so if everybody here listening could share with three people it would be a blessing for not only myself but for the future of America to where we're tripling quadrupling the number of people that are listening to this and so that would be absolutely amazing so the problem with the left is they're trying to push this message of unity because they've won the problem is i get messages every day attacking me personally attacking my character me as a person for being a conservative and i'm like no i'm not gonna listen to your call for unity whenever you're attacking me it happens every single day just because you've won something that you you know you think you've won you haven't even won but just because you think you've won something doesn't mean that all of a sudden you can call for unity when this whole time you've all you've done is attack conservatives you have no power and your word means nothing okay because you're the party that has attacked people in the streets rioted in the streets vandalized my house and the houses of my friends for just having a trump sign in their front yard and their front lawn and you send me threats every single day i get threats to myself i get horrible nasty dms every single day and and then you're going to think i'm going to unify with you like absolutely not because your version of unity is for everybody to agree with you 100 percent and not to exercise our freedom of speech to voice our opinion that is not the type of unity that I am calling for and that our party is calling for. That is not unity at all. That is called dictatorship. Okay, that is called you know being a prisoner to whatever you think is right. The type of unity that we are calling for 
is the unity where we can, like I said before, agree to disagree. Okay. In other words, we can think differently on something, but at the end of the day, we respect each other because we are both Americans. It, and it's awesome. You know, obviously I get threats every day. I get people talking about me, talking about how bad I am, but it is awesome every day for when a Democrat sees a post I put or sees something I put on my story or something I tweeted and they DM me and they, they legitimately have a question of like, why do you think this way? And so I respond most of the time. Most of the time, if I feel that the people really want to have a conversation, I do respond. And, you know, these people, most of the time, they don't think anything like me. They don't have the same values that I do, but they are good people because they do want to have that conversation. And we can debate, we can go back and forth as hard as possible. But at the end of the conversation, we both acknowledge that we're both Americans and we both have that common bond. And it really is a great thing to have those conversations because... And I really do enjoy those conversations because the same time that we're debating, we're both, you know, on both sides, we're kind of strengthening our beliefs. And, you know, maybe they have a good point. I have a good point. Most of the time, they end up agreeing with me just because most people who agree with the democratic way have kind of been indoctrinated and don't really know the other side. They just see it as kind of a horrible thing. But even if they don't, and sometimes they don't, it's just a great conversation to have because they both we can both agree to disagree. You know, we just we, we can debate it. We can even debate, you know, hard. But, you know, at the end of the day, we are, we're at the end of the text, they always make sure that, you know, to tell them to let them know that I do respect them because they're just exercising their freedom of speech. And it's a great thing. And I love to have those conversations. So with all of this confusion and hate and this false news, fake news going around. What what do we do as as Christians, as Americans, as Republicans, conservatives? What do we do? And I, and I have three things for you, real quick. Number one, uh, we should pray. Obviously, the Bible says that with the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. All right, and nothing is impossible with God. If we would pray earnestly, pray and seek the face of God, I do believe that God can work a miracle and come through in a miraculous way. And we know that he can do anything. He can work miracles. He's done, you know, much better things before. He's done much crazier things before than just change an election in America. And I think if we, if we as Christians would just get down on our knees and pray to God that he can work a mighty work. And, I, you know, maybe this is what he's looking for. He's looking for conservatives for Christians, conservative Christians to really seek his face, you know, maybe for the first time in our lives to where we can see what's happening in America and we're scared. And so we just seek him for the first time and maybe he's, that's what he's doing. Okay. Maybe it's not about the future of America. Maybe it's not about, you know, the Republicans versus Democrats. Maybe it's just so we can just get on our knees for the first time because maybe COVID didn't work in our lives as well as um, the Lord had intended for it too, to, you know, give us the extra time to study and have our devotions. And so maybe he gave this, this to us so that we could finally seek his face and our, our faith be can become real in our lives. So number one, pray. Number two, what can we do? Contact your officials. Remember, the, your officials, whether it's your local officials or federal officials, your officials were elected by and for the people. 
And we as the people, we the people are the most important people, not the people that are in elected offices. What am I saying? We the people are the most important part of America, not the elected officials. They are elected to serve us, to serve you. So if you contact your official, you are quote unquote their boss. Okay? If you contact them, they have to make note of it. And if enough people contact them about a certain issue, whether it's voter fraud, voter irregularities, if you contact them, they have to listen to you. They have to listen to we the people. So number one, what can you do? You can pray. Number two, contact your officials and emails. Post. Number three, don't stop your support of Donald Trump. What the media is trying to do is to shut us up on this whole issue. Okay? The moment we lose is the moment we let ourselves lose. The only person that can beat us at this point is ourselves. They're trying to they're trying to not only trying to censor us, they're trying to quiet us. We have to keep supporting Donald Trump. Keep sharing those Trump posts on social media. Keep wearing the MAGA hats. Keep wearing the Trump shirts. I have my own Trump shirt. I wore it the other day. I have a funny story about that. But I'll tell it at a later time. Keep wearing your Trump shirts. Keep wearing your Trump flags. Keep up the Trump signs. Don't take them down. It ain't over till it's over. The famous baseball player Yogi Berra said that. It ain't over till it's over. And that is so, so true. The media does not declare the winner. I keep saying this. I keep pushing this. Just because the media says that there is a winner does not mean that that person will become president. Nothing is official until the electoral votes are all cast in December. So until that moment, do not let the media shut us up. That is what they are trying to do. Keep doing everything. Keep showing your support of Donald Trump. The support that you were showing him on November 2nd, keep showing it until an official winner is announced because this thing ain't over until it's actually over. And this thing ain't over yet. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep posting. We're going to keep showing our support for President Donald Trump to get four more years in the White House. Okay, this thing is not over. Now, I'm not saying we're going to win for sure. Okay, I'm not going to put that false hope in you. I'm not saying, oh, we've got this in the bag. We're going to win 100% for sure. It's going to be overturned. But don't give up hope yet. Okay? And even if we don't win, this thing that we're doing is pushing something that is going to help us in the future. It doesn't, at this point, obviously, we really, really want President Donald Trump to win another four years. At least I do. But it doesn't really matter who wins. At this point, we need to push for a free and fair election for years to come. Okay? Because if we just let this, let them sweep this under the rug, if we let this happen, every single election from now on is going to be rigged. There's going to be fraud because of that one time we let it happen. And so they, you know, it's like feeding the bear. We let them do it. They're going to do it more. So eventually we'll be a third world country where we don't really even choose our elected officials. The system chooses it for us. So even if President Donald Trump doesn't win again, we have to make sure they do a complete recount or revote, whatever they're going to do to make sure that this never happens again. There cannot be a path for whether it's Republicans or Democrats. There can't be a path for voter fraud, for cheating. So we have to fight this. We have to fight this until it's over. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me today. Like I said, 
please share this with three people. It'd be an enormous blessing to me. I'm trying to get this out there, get what I have to say out there. And obviously I'm young, I'm inexperienced, but if you could just put your trust in me because I have something to say, I have something important to say, so please share it with three people, just three people, and let me know if you did. I would love to thank you um, publicly. I love, you know, if you don't want that, I'd love to thank you privately. If you shared it with three people, please let me know at Patriot Christians on Instagram, DavySloan1776 on Instagram, DavySloan24 Twitter. Please let me know. DM me. Hey, I got three people to listen to you. Please share this and let me do the work for you. Let me do the dirty work for you as far as getting all this information out there, studying, whatever it is. Please let me do this for you. Please let me give the facts of what's happening in America. Please share with three people. I, I beg of you. Please do that right now. Just pick up. It wouldn't take more than 10 seconds to this, you know, push those three dots. Boom, share, whatever it is. It wouldn't take more than 10 seconds. And it might actually change the way Christians think in America. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Patriot Christians podcast, where we are fighting the attack on the soul of America. I am your host, Davy Sloan.